what would your Sun Devils lineup look like for 2023? I'm going to show you mine on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe, and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrands36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Today's conversation. There's going to be a lot of predicting the lineups for Arizona State Sun Devils football. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of a better picture at the start of next week once we have the spring practices conclude, and I'm sure that I'll give you an updated list based off of what I saw at the spring game. We'll also be going through a very fluid process throughout the offseason and whatnot, but I figure do something just a little bit different and let me give you my starting lineups for the Sun Devils. This isn't necessarily the best guys on the field. It's not necessarily the guys who maybe deserve the reps over the other guys, but it's this is what I would roll with personally. And even now, I'm still kind of looking at my choices and debating them in my head. So it'll be kind of a fun exercise as we go through. But let's go ahead and start with the positional group that leaves me most concerned. We're going to start on the offensive side of the ball. We're going to look at the offensive line. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I am not high on this offensive line. Um, I, th I think there's some very interesting players and there's some really interesting personalities. Uh, Lee Fontanu is already one of my favorite players and one of my favorite guys on the football team. He's a total character. You can tell that he just loves to be there and loves his boys. I'll be rooting for him actively. The rest of the guys, I it, it's it's really hard to get a read on them right now. I think the best thing that we can do is assume that this pass rush that they've been going up against is going to be top tier because more often than not, it feels like the defense has been winning the line of scrimmage in the vast majority of these practices. And it doesn't feel like enough guys have really stood out on their own. And it made creating my starting offensive line a little more difficult than I would like it to be but I gave it my best shot going from left to right. I have Isaiah glass at left tackle, Ben Coleman at left guard, Lee Fontanu at center, Ben Bray at right guard and Joey Ramos at right tackle glass is the most veteran player of all the guys here for the sun Devils. Maybe not the most. I think Joey Ramos has been here longer, but glass has been, quite a big contributor since his freshman year. He was a full-time starter last year, and I don't see any reason why he's not going to be a full-time starter again in 2023. It's no secret I'm not his biggest fan in the world, but I do believe that he still has the athleticism and the upside to be a, a, a what, what's the word I'm looking for? A left, not a left tackle, but a blindside, a blindside protector for the team. I believe that he can still get to that point. So until further notice, I feel like he's probably the easiest guy to slot in. Uh, ben Coleman is another guy who's pretty easy to project to a starting position. He's a left guard for the team. He was a left guard last year for the Cal Golden Bears. 
And there's, there's a lot of competition on this offensive line. I just don't know how much of it is great for interior. I feel like there's a lot of like tackle competition. We're going to get into a big list of guys that you're going to need to keep an eye out for, but I feel like Coleman is probably the easiest projection for the interior of the offensive line. Lee Fontanu at center. Again, this, this doesn't feel overly difficult. He was a starting center uh, with UNLV last year. I feel like he's coming into Arizona state with every opportunity to once again, be the starting center for the team after they uh, lost Ben Scott to the transfer portal. Right guard Ben Bray, he got quite a bit of playing time last year in relief for Ladarius Henderson when he was injured, and I feel like that's going to transition him perfectly into a full-time starting role for the team. And finally, Joey Ramos was supposed to be a big part of what the team wanted to do last year before he was injured in week one against NAU, subsequently missed the entirety of the season. I think that he's going to come back and hopefully seize a starting role for himself as a right tackle. It's it's going to be a dogfight, and there's a lot of guys to keep an eye on here. I think most notably of all of them is probably Aaron Rock, excuse me, Aaron Frost. But from my understanding, he was injured during one of the practices that I wasn't there for, and he has not practiced a lot, if at all. Like I don't I don't want to confirm or deny whether or not he's been practicing at all, but I am pretty sure he has been out injured. And if he were healthy, he would probably be my projected starter for right tackle, I would assume. Uh, also got to keep an eye out for Emmett Bully, who's coming back from last year. Uh, Maxwell Ionaker, Bram Walden, a transfer, Danny ben, uh, Valenzuela, and Sean Na. Those are the guys that I have for the offensive line. They should probably be keeping your eye open for, and the guys that I assume are probably the starters. But again, this isn't necessarily a positional group that's got me very confident. I do want to talk to you guys about FanDuel because whether it's grand slams, no hitters, and double plays, they're back and there's no better place to get in on Major League Baseball action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. Don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of the Major League Baseball. Back into our conversation, let's take a look at the, at the what are they called? The skill position guys for the offense. Let's start with the wide receiver spot. I think this is a pretty easy projection for me. I'm projecting three starters here for the team. Shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. Elijah Badger is just head and shoulders the best wide receiver on this team and looks like a future pro. Xavier Guillory is going to be my wide receiver too. He has just absolutely dominated practice. I don't see any reason why he's going to slow down at any point. He looks like the clear number two guy across from Badger. And my number three slash slot receiver, Giovanni Sanders, who basically had the role for himself last year. He was second on the team in yards and was one of the more consistent pass catchers that the team had. I think that between these three, this is a really easy prediction, really easy to slot these guys in and talk about them as being the starting guys. There's a lot of wide receiver talent, though, which is why I wanted to mention my primary backups. As the basically number four receiver, the primary backup to Elijah Badger, I have is Andre Johnson. He's been with the program for a while now, 
And when he, when he flashes, he looks so good. And he's doing the same thing at camp this year is like, when he has those opportunities, he looks like he can be a difference maker. It's just there. The consistency hasn't been there yet, but I do think that he's still going to be in for a productive role with Arizona state. Uh, number five receiver, Troy O'Mare dude is absolutely dominated. He flashes. He looks highly potent and like somebody who could like very, very quietly steal the spotlight this year. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point during the year, Troy O'Mare was one of the more coveted receivers on this receiving core and was one of the guys that we're trying to scheme touches for. I think that he's got big playability. Uh, backup slot receiver, I have Mel Constaval. This basically is like a coin flip between him and Sanders for who's going to be the starting slot receiver. I'm going with the guy who's been at the program longer, but I do think that Stavall is also going to be in for a big role. But with that being said, we saw this last year where Cam Johnson and Giovanni Sanders weren't able to coexist with each other very well. And the Sun Devils really only gave one slot receiver a lot of time in the limelight. That could be the same thing this year. But when you've got Giovanni Sanders and Mel Constaval, I feel like you got to find a way to get them both on the field. Plenty of other receivers to look at as well. Obviously, Jake Smith will be there. There will be Chad Johnson Jr. There's, there's all sorts of guys that you'll have to keep your eye out on. Those are the six guys who stand out to me, and those are my three starters. Looking at tight end, again, this is really easy. I actually give you my one, two, and three because of how easy it is to project these guys to one, two, and three, and I promise you they're all going to be good. Jalen Conyers, slam dunk tight end number one. This is going to be the best tight end in the Pac-12 this year. Put it in pen. Messiah Swinson, tight end two. Feel pretty confident about that. Dude is an above-the-rim kind of receiver, and he's going to be a red zone nightmare for teams. And then tight end number three, Bryce Pierre. I'm going to officially get on the Bryce Pierre hype train because this dude is just so big and strong and physical and has some receiving prowess. I believe in him to be the future once Jalen Conyers leaves the program for the draft, which if everything goes right, it's probably going to be next year. Looking at running back, this is where it's interesting to me. I think what you need to do is go with the proven guy, even though it's really tempting to go with the younger, probably more talented guy, which is why my starting running back is Cameron Scadabo. I do have DeCarlos Brooks as my running back two, Tevin White as my running back three, which is the guy that is really intriguing to see if he's going to get a lot more time. He was able to apply for a red shirt last year with sparse usage, and I'm hoping that he can get more involved this year because the dude is just built like a specimen at the running back position. He's a big, strong, bruising guy with quicker speed than you would anticipate. And then I also think that Javon Jacobs is going to find his way into this offense. I don't know if Jacobs is going to be a full-time starter, but I do think that Jacobs is going to get onto the football field a lot. I slot him in at the running back spot. And I think one of the things that really gives him an edge up in that competition is the fact that he is a converted receiver. And that ability to catch the football is going to help him stand out over Scadabo and Brooks and White. Not that any of them are bad receivers, but Jacobs is just a natural pass catcher. And I think that's going to really help his transition to be able to be a starter for the team. Finally, wrapping up the offense with the position you love the most, quarterback. I, even to this moment right now, I'm debating who I want to be my starter. I'm between... 
three guys, and it's the obvious three guys. And I'll make a case for each of them, starting with Jaden Rashada, the incoming four-star recruit, the prize gem of this recruiting class, and potentially the future of Arizona State Sun Devils football because he's young and he's talented and he's got NFL bloodlines and potential and he's got ASU bloodlines for what it's worth. His dad, Harlan, played for the team back in the 90s. Like, this feels like it's meant to be. And with all the intangibles and the upside that he has, feels like he should be the starter. Trenton Bourget, also really interesting to me. He was the starting quarterback for a little less than half the games last year in relief for Emory Jones. And the offense was just night and day difference in the best way possible when Bourget was under center. And he still looks confident and he still looks scrappy and he still looks like he's going to do everything he can to win this starting job. I'm not counting him out at all. And I think that Borgay has got a really good opportunity to be the starting quarterback for week one. Finally, the number three guy, Drew Pine, the transfer from Notre Dame, the guy who turned around the Fighting Irish a season a year ago when they had started off in the dumps losing to Marshall. Marshall. They turned to Drew Pine. They never looked back. They went back to being ranked. They went back to being a competitive team. They went back to being a bowl team under him. He looks like what Kenny Dillingham wants at the quarterback position. When you look at the success that Bo Nix has had, excuse me, with, with, with Kenny Dillingham at Oregon, it feels like Pine could be the exact same guy. And that's what makes this so interesting to me. And like I said, even up to right now, I'm debating it. And as much as I am debating it, I am going to stick with what I wrote down. And I'm going to go with Jaden Rashada as my starting quarterback. I think that the youth movement is going to be needed. I think you need to see what the future has now for this team. I do think that this is probably a Sun Devils team that should roll out with some short leashes to start and see what you got with Borgay and with Pine and Rashada and even the other guys like Bennett Meredith and Jacob Conover. Like, I think you should be exploring every avenue that you have at the quarterback position. You shouldn't be tied down to any single player right now. With that in mind, I do think that right now I would go with Rashada because of the potential, the upside, and the youth at the position. But if Arizona State is more interested in winning games immediately rather than like building up for down the road, then I think that Drew Pine is probably your starter. Regardless of who the starter is between Pine and Rashada, I do think no matter what, Trenton Borgay is going to be the primary number two backup for this for this offense. And I think that he's going to be one of the first guys to get the call when things start going downhill for the team. That is a look at my offensive side of my projected starting lineups. Looking at the defensive side now, we're going to kind of rapid fire this all together because there's a lot of guys to talk about and I could spend an entire podcast going over this. Looking at the defensive line, for what it's worth, before we get started, I did do the base 4-3 package for the Sun Devils, and I also included a starting nickel. So there's technically 12 here, but more than anything, I just did the base package, and then when they pull someone out, probably from the defensive line to bring in the nickel corner, that would be the starter there. But looking at the defensive line, I am just going with the guys who have who have absolutely stood up to me the most 
Again, this is my starting lineup. This is not at all what I would expect for week one. I'm sure there would be a lot more veterans in here. But again, I'm going with the young guys who have stood out to me. I'm going Clayton Smith and BJ Green as my starting edge rushers. And I'm going with CJ Fight as my starting three technique defensive tackle and Robbie Harrison as my starting nose tackle. All four of these guys have been nightmares for everything Arizona State has tried to do during practice this year. And Clayton Smith, the former five-star slash four-star prospect, depending on where you look, is just a blur. And he's he's built like a NFL player. And he looks like an NFL player. And I think that he absolutely has a chance at a starting role here at a, at a very minimum, a very heavily rotated kind of position for him. Like maybe he doesn't start this year, but I just don't see any way you keep him off the field. For me, this is a starter as is BJ green, who is transitioning from defensive tackle to edge rusher. He's dominated. He's been one of the best defenders. He's been one of the best sun devils period during spring ball. Those are my two starting edge rushers. Confidently, no questions asked. That's 20 sacks between the two of them. Defensive line, CJ fight, Robbie Harrison. Again, these guys have just been eating offensive linemen for breakfast. CJ fight looks like he's going to be one of the most dynamic freshmen on the team this year. Robbie Harrison, who redshirted last year, is bulked up. He's massive. He's strong. He's potent at the point of attack. And he's disruptive and he's he's doing everything right and everything you look for on the interior of the defensive line. He feels like another easy slot to me. Looking at the primary backups for the defensive line, I think the only other guy that really stands out to me right now is Jaleel Rivera Harvey, who I have as the primary backup, probably to both fight and Harrison. There are tons of guys on this roster. I just don't have time to go through all of them. With that being said, it'd be really difficult to not mention the vast amount of edge rushers here. And I do want to start with the primary backups being Anthony Cooper and Michael Matus. Matus is recovering from an ACL tear. He has not gotten to practice yet. He feels like a very easy slot to be a starter, given the veteran status that he has on this team, for what it's worth. Anthony Cooper, same thing. This is a redshirt senior for the team. He had two and a half sacks a year ago. He's familiar with the program and what they want to do. This also feels probably like the other starting edge rusher if if the coaches were to come up with it. It feels like Cooper and Matus would probably be the starters, just not for me. I also encourage you to keep an eye out for Ashley Williams and Prince Dorbaugh. Those guys also look like absolute blurs off the edge. It looks like Arizona State's got a lot of speed, and that's what I like to see. Linebacker position, I'm not going to lie. I'm really white bread here. Nice and boring. Will Schaefer, Travion Brown, James Jonkham. Those are my starting linebackers. I don't have too much to say about them. I feel like this is not going to be a very strong position for the Sun Devils. I, I am going to be looking at a lot of the competition they've got. I think Tate Romney has got the most amount of attention from me as a potential starter. But Trey Brown is probably the best linebacker on this team. I think he's going to end up being one of the main captains on the defensive side. I think that Will Schaefer and James Jonkum have also earned their roles and earned their time with the team, especially Schaefer, who's been with who's been with the team more than just the one year that Jonkum was last year when he transferred. But linebackers, keep an eye out for them. Uh, Caleb McCullough is also a guy to look out for. There's tons of other guys as well. Uh, Crew Jackson will also be really interesting as that safety linebacker hybrid. 
there's lots of intrigue at linebacker. I just don't know that anyone has truly stood out enough to like be definitive the way that I am. Some of these other guys secondary, this is probably also pretty boring. Uh, Row Torrance Edwards are my starting corners. No questions asked. I don't need to go into detail about that. Row Torrance is, is borderline elite. Edwards is very, very, very good. Starting safeties, Chris Edmonds. Don't got to do too much explaining there. He was a starting safety last year. Going to be a starting safety again this year. Got ball hawking seals. The guy next to him, this feels like a coin flip. I went with Xavier Alford. Watch out for Shamari Simmons. That dude is absolutely going to be on the field a lot. I feel like you could see that e either one of them between Alfred and Simmons be that kind of uh, Corey Bethley role for the team as that nickel defender who's kind of moved around the formation and figure out what to do. Primary cornerback, uh, like depth, depth. I really only want to highlight Mason Williams and Isaiah Johnson. But again, there's a lot of guys here to keep an eye out for. Nickelback, I did promise that I was going to highlight that. It's Jordan Clark. It, it, it's Jordan Clark's position to lose. I do think that uh, D Ford behind him is probably the, the closest to being the number two nickel on this team. But Jordan Clark is definitely a starting nickel. He could be the starting safety across from Chris Edmonds when all said and done. But Jordan Clark, while he isn't in my like technical 11, starting 11, whatever you want to call it, he's a starter. Like as the nickelback or could even be the starting safety, wouldn't surprise me one way or the other. If they were to roll out with five defensive backs, though, Clark is the nickelback. No, no, no ifs, ands, or buts there. Special teams, nothing exciting here, but might as well mention it. Dario Longhetto starting kicker, Josh Carlson, starting punter, and Javen Jacobs as my starting return man. I think that the special teams is going to be there. I don't think it's going to be special in like a transitional way. I don't think it's going to necessarily be a weakness for the team. I just think it's going to be there. So that is my starting lineup for the Sun Devils right now based off of what we've seen in training camp. I want to know, Who's your starting quarterback? Is it Jaden Rashada? Is it Trenton Borgay? Is it Drew Pine? Is it Jacob Conover? Is it Ben and Meredith? Who's your starting quarterback right now? Let me know who you guys think. Let me know what you think about my starting lineup, who you would swap in to be a starter, who you would throw to the bench. What do you think of what I had to say? Let me know in the comments on YouTube. Let me know on Twitter at RichieBrad36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Levels. And make sure that wherever you're getting your podcast, you hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications to get an update whenever we post new content. With spring practice coming to a close this week and the spring game on Saturday, we'll be covering it all week. We'll be taking a look at things to watch for the offensive side of the football and the defensive side of the football. And then later this week, I'll have some bold predictions and predicted standouts from the spring game for you guys. But until then, you keep a watch right here on Locked on Sun Levels.